0: Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. We're rolling? Yeah, we are. I feel it. I feel it. I I feel the power of the podcast.
1: The prophet, Stuart Huff.
0: <laughs> the prophet. I feel the power of the podcast. Electric waves coming to change you. <laughs> That's my intro to this uh, to this episode right there. Okay. This Probably nothing else needs to be said.
2: In this episode of what?
0: Oh, uh, Stuart Huff's... Obsessive Curiosities. Nailed it in one. There you go. I was hesitant. I had to think for a minute, by episode 30, I'll be able to just <laughs> rattle it off commandingly. You will
1: have changed the title by episode 30.
0: <laughs> that is a very true statement <laughs> from one of my guests here today, Lowell. Fascinating guy to talk to. I met Lowell in, in uh, Dayton. He lives in Columbus, and we I just love talking to Lowell. And this, What we're going to talk about today is is all of all three of us today I think are going to are interested are interested in this and and have a lot to say about it. Uh, my other guest is the wonderful Peter John Burns. Hello. Uh out of Chicago. And uh let's see today we're going to be talking about what should we even call this extreme religions, extreme, you know, eccentric religious beliefs i'm not sort sure. of an oxymoron is it yeah they're, they're, and there there's the first good punchline with truth <laughs> that's like a it's like when you make a meatloaf you know of truth and there's a little bit of cherry on the top or whatever um so let's start here i have i found this in uh, i bought this in a junk shop in missouri
2: in the ozarks which is a great place. It's a hotbed of extreme religion, that's for
0: sure. Oh, what a wonderful area of the country to hunt junk. (laughs) (laughs) What an amazing... A lot of places aren't actually stores. They're people's houses, and they they left their door open, and they're not afraid to sell me
2: some stuff. (laughs) And they don't lock the doors because, you know, everybody knows each other. Sure. Yeah.
0: I love hunting junk in the Ozarks. I've only been kicked out of two... Uh, junk shops in my life. Asked to leave, kicked out, whatever, however you want to put it. Both of them in the Ozarks. (laughs) And both of them over religion. Wow. And both of them because I was laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I could not stop laughing. There was one shop. I don't remember the town, but there was a very large... And and I'm upset about this because I wanted to buy this
2: thing. This thing you were laughing at.
0: Yeah, it was a large advertisement for a church, right? Gorgeously wrong, gorgeously horrific. It had a guy holding up snakes, right? One in each hand. One in each hand holding up snakes. And the people that were, there was people kind of behind him and around him just in all fits of either religious ecstasy or serious delusional
2: Whiskey inspired uneducation. (laughs) How about terror? Because he's holding two snakes. Possibly.
0: (laughs) That would be my reaction there, right? Um, And I saw it, and it was the that advertising poster was near the front, which was on, and I saw it, and just I just started laughing, and (laughs) and uh, and then I was politely asked by the lady to leave, which, and I was like, I'm I'm gonna buy that, not. In this story, you're not. You do not laugh at the Lord. and But I found, that let's talk, our first item here, uh, what I, is a home exorcist kit. And I'm putting that title on it. I don't think I'm wrong. It's, it's a black box, okay? It has a, a little clasp on the front here. You open the, the black box. It's maybe the size of a shoe box, but not tall, not as, you couldn't put, You could put flip-flops in there, which might be a good place to (laughs) store my flip-flops. So it's maybe, what, two inches tall, 12 inches long, six, seven inches wide, maybe. Little box. It's got some really sad little gold metal uh, on on the corners here scroll work it looks like it's not fancy it's you can see the nails that they actually one of them was coming up and i put another nail in it to get it back down and in the center here it has a cross and you open the little clasp Let's see. Let me hold this thing. and you have on the top which would be the the lid right there's a it, it looks like at one point it maybe was pink and it has seriously faded uh to where this nasty looking kind of almost faded blood red looking color of the fabric on the inside of this box and there is a cross i was hoping there'd be instructions no there is oh, okay good yeah <laughs> there's instructions because you don't want to
2: do this i mean you don't
0: want to just willy-nilly no what if you get half of the demon out right what if you get the demon out and it stays in your ottoman <laughs> I mean, what
1: well, you if know. you just get it half out
0: <laughs> you know then at least you know you can sleep some of the days so there is a wooden. Uh, this is really cheap, and this is another thing that cracks me up about
2: this. Is they didn't spring for good solid wood on the cross.
0: <laughs> this is. I mean, this looks like pieces that you would just toss away after you've made some siding.
2: Yeah, so like a parquet floor. It looks like it looks yeah. like yeah that sort of level of quality wood.
0: Yeah, and it's painted. It's painted black. It's got a silver, and not actual silver, but it's got a. You know, a Jesus nailed to the cross here with, with, and I do like the fact that. It's
2: called a crucifix, you heathen. I know it's called a crucifix. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, I like the fact that it's, it is nailed to the cross. Sure. Because that was. That's authentic. That's authentic. And it also needs to be nailed to the wood. Because would you glue Jesus to the cross? <laughs> it's
3: probably heretical.
0: <laughs> it's on some level. I mean, if Tyndale was heretical, then gluing Jesus to the cross, it's got to be. And I don't know what this piece at the top is. Maybe someone... Uh, you,
2: you, that, would you know. be, that would be the uh, sign they hung, hung above him, uh, I-N-R-I, here is Jesus, Lord of the Jews, I believe. Is okay. the, Which I think... It's Latin.
0: Yeah, but I think uh, from what I've read, that was extremely common, right? For
2: crucifixion, yeah, absolutely.
0: They they just basically put your occupation or your your uh, your uh, um,
2: violation, right. right? Yeah, here's here's Melvin, he, he stole some shit, yeah, right, yeah, shoplifter,
0: right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. And this thing is uh, it
2: spins around. Well, that's big. on brand
0: <laughs> for a home ec just kid. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, it spins around. <laughs> I want, I want to give this thing. I don't want to be flippant about it. It's hard not to be.
2: Yeah. I, why stop now? Yeah,
0: exactly. All right. Now, we're going to go. There are two in the actual box. That, the, the, the crucifix is on the lid is where the cross is, where Jesus is accurately yeah. nailed to it. And then we have two places right here for candles, the candle holders. Candles are not here. There is a plate, uh, two plates. Well, and I don't know. This might have a meaning that I don't know. It's I H S. I don't know. Said Jesus is in an, uh, an luggage. <laughs> okay. The, I don't know what the plates are for exactly. There is a spoon.
2: I would be willing to bet that the plates are for either uh, communion wafers or holy water. Right. Or both. Or maybe this is a circumcision kit as well. Sure. So the moil the probably isn't going to actually appreciate the crucifix.
0: Right. So we have a spoon in here. Uh, we have a little bottle here, a little glass bottle. Oh, with, that's for the holy this water. water. This is yeah. the holy water. Yeah, and okay. it says holy water on it.
2: Oh, nice. So they didn't bother to go with the Latin inscription. They just... Uh, yeah, you're yeah. in the
0: Ozarks. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, they when, put the IHS on the, on the plates, le, but, but all right. Yeah, let's
0: right. be honest. When, I mean, nothing against the Ozarks, but when there's a little bottle with a top, and you want to clearly mark. Right. You know.
2: That this is for holy water and not. Yeah. This yeah. ain't you, grandpa's
0: whiskey. Exactly. You don't want Jeb ruining the exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> and you also don't want to be slinging moonshine on a demon. <laughs>
2: right. Because I'll just rile him up.
0: That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So there's a little stopper. I'm not going to pull that out because it look, this thing is cheaply made and it looks like the actual cork stopper in this holy water is in there. And the top, there's a little silver top that looks like if I pull it up, it's actually going to come out. And it spins around too. There's a lot of spinning. Uh, all right, so there's our holy water. Now we come to instructions.
2: A very tattered paper of instructions because clearly that's a paper that's Seen some stuff. Like, if, yeah.
0: if this paper could talk,
2: <laughs> if we
0: could somehow <laughs> hold this piece of paper up to this microphone and just demonically let it lead us through its history, then I'd have as many downloads as um, you know, some. All right. It says sick call instructions, which is, you know, I know a little bit about the Catholic churches. Uh, they're hiding the exorcists, they don't like the fact that uh, this is associated with their religion. I've read a little bit about this. They're trying to downplay it. And, you know. They're trying to deny that any priest was involved, blah, blah, blah. But yet— They still perform them. They still perform them. Yes. But when it's brought up in interviews, they deny it.
2: Right. There's a, yeah, the guy's down the hall. He's down in the—he <laughs> Yeah. yeah he doesn't, get, he doesn't get a window— in his office. <laughs> right. He's, yeah. You got to go down the stairs and then make a left and then make a left of the broom closet. And that's where the exorcist is.
0: Right. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he's not, he, he doesn't encounter a lot of business, but boy, on the days he's needed. Right. They all come rushing down there and a herd.
2: It's seasonal. You know, there's <laughs> right. a couple months he kicks it, you know. He,
0: right. Flu season, demonic possession. Sure. Right. Measles. Uh, sick call instructions, send for the priest. As soon as the doctor says there is a danger, I, it's odd to me that the word doctor is involved. Once you've got the kit, haven't you already said you're going to pass on that?
2: I, I'm beginning to wonder, and I hate to spoil the joy of a home exorcist kit, but this might be a, uh, kit for last rites.
0: Hmm. I don't, uh, I don't like that.
2: Yeah, I, I, I know. I just. Okay. Uh,
0: all right. Home Exorcist kit is much better.
2: It's a much better title, and I, I, I look—they've already hit play, so we got them <laughs> right, right, right. Uh,
0: send send in the daytime if possible. Send in the daytime if possible. Once you have sent for the priest, prepare the patient for his coming. See that the hands and feet of the patient are clean for the holy oils. Set a small table covered with white linen at the head of the bed. On it, on it, place your. S- I can I need glasses now. This is pathetic how my eyes have gone. On it, place your sick call set, spread the napkin in front. Yeah, so this is last rites. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Ah. It's horrible. I did you know, okay. It could also be used as a home exorcist kit. Yes. Yes.
0: It, they use holy water in the last rites?
2: Yeah. Are you serious? Well, I mean, yeah. It only is supposed to sting if you're <laughs> <laughs> if it's a demon or you uh, <laughs> wow well, that's that's the part that bothers me right they'll also use this to cast out Baptists from your backyard if they wander in all right
0: if you know the priest is bringing the Blessed Sacrament meet him at the door with a lighted candle proceed him to the sick room and await his instructions after he greets the patient retire from the room that he may administer the sacrament of penance. When he calls, everyone in the house should enter and kneel praying in silence, except when he announces the Our Father, uh, which should all be repeated lowly but clearly.
2: Yeah, well, you don't want to mumble in the presence of the Lord.
0: No. Can, I, can we be blunt on this? I'm not Catholic at all, okay? I don't even know. What I a mean, shocker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I know a little bit just because what I've read, which is all anti You know, I haven't studied the Catholic Church. I've studied more Judaism than Catholicism.
2: Right. Well, I believe St. Patrick cast all the Catholics out of Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) One of his lesser known miracles.
0: Um, Am I wrong in saying this seems crazy to me? It seems excessive and ridiculous.
2: Tell me I'm wrong. Well, you're asking me to defend the Catholic Church here, which, understand, like, I don't know, I was drafted, but I never served. Right. You know, I mean, I, I got to I got to First Communion, and then they knew not to try and get me confirmed, because that's when you're actually asked, like, do you believe all this when you're, you know, 14 or so? And they knew what I was going to say, so I was out. Also, my parents got divorced in... Uh, that was no bueno in 1975. Mm-hmm. You know, that, was, that was automatic excommunication, my friend. Um, which, oh, by the way, later uh, revised to uh, you could get remarried, uh, though uh, you had to renounce your second wife on your deathbed. That was, the, that was the official... I renounce my second wife all the time. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the official policy for a while.
0: Right. This is another thing I want to discuss. This is another thing I want to discuss. What you are talking about?
2: Yeah, my, my, my uh, paternal grandmother uh, thought the best course when my father was looking to get remarried was to get the first marriage annulled, which, you know, I felt was a little hurtful because I'm like, I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> you know, wait. Annulled? Uh, yeah, annulled. And yeah. she's like, well, it doesn't have anything to do with you. I'm like, well, it kind of does. Yes. I, you know, I'm... I'm a I'm a product of that, so am I annulled? And she's if like, if we're
0: denying that, it, you know, if we're trying to completely erase it, then
2: yeah, then you know, at some point, you yeah, know, are the you Christmas in pre- yeah, the Christmas present stopping, um, uh, yeah. So I I I don't know that I want to uh, defend this, except to say that I suppose with all rituals it brings some comfort to somebody who's going to find out real soon that it's all bullshit this is what is
0: odd to me and I'm not mocking religions. I'm asking you a serious question. How do you go from there's a creator to, if you don't sprinkle this water and wave this cross, then you're not, how do you get to that level of quote unquote tradition? I don't even know if I would call it
2: tradition. Okay. Do you want me to walk you through the dogma? Is that the idea? (laughs) No, I'm throwing this out into the ether through this microphone, right? uh, Because I mean, the ritual is there because in theory, uh, remember, we have the sacrament of confession in the Catholic Church. I say we, which means my wife is laughing her ass off right now. They right. have the sacrament of confession, mm-hmm. um, which means, you know, that's the whole idea of last rites, which is, you know, if you, okay, I'll bring it around for you. If you remember the movie The Exorcist, mm-hmm. right, remember <laughs> Father Karras throws himself down the stairs because sure. he's got a demon in him and it was slippery. <laughs> and as he's at the bottom of the stairs, his buddy rushes up at the end, also a priest, yeah. and says, you know, uh, do you wish to be forgiven for all your sins? And he does the hand squeeze, which is the your sign that even though he's got the demon in him, Father Karras is going to go to heaven. Right. And the whole idea is that, like, basically, you're not going to be able to get to the church for that last confession to clean the sins from your soul. So the last rites are there so that... You know, basically it's a house call. It's like, look, we know you can't come in, you're pretty sick. And it you know, are you gonna have any sins in the last week or two on your deathbed? I mean, you know, you might be a bit of a prick to the you only know, if you're lucky. P- yeah. Only if you're lucky. Um, I
0: see this as a home exorcist kit.
2: Well, I mean it's Same a home, thing. It's a home purgation kit. You know, yeah. it's purgation so, c- It's an exorcist kit. I yeah. mean what I find weirdest about it is that um you know, the Catholic Church has a lot of money. And uh, I know that they're sort of in the business of grabbing the money out of the wallets or whatever of the parishioners, but I would think that with the kind of money the Pope has, uh, when the Padre comes over, uh, he'd have his own damn kit. Like, why are you supposed to provide his office supplies for his house call? You know, when the doctor comes, he's got a little black bag. Yeah. Yeah. And this is all about, well, you better keep this around the house because if the priest stops by, you know, it's not like he's going to bring his own candles. I'm like, well, candles aren't that expensive. And I would think that he would have a crucifix. He probably has got a whole closet full of them back at the rectory. So obviously, I
0: mean, this is something that they sold, make some money, right?
2: Yeah, or somebody sold. I'm not sure that this is an officially licensed Catholic product. Well, there's another
1: problem. (laughs) Well, and and let's, let's talk about, the, the greater reason for it. You can't speak directly to God. You have to go, if there's these rituals, through the priest. Right. To speak yeah. to God. Right. Which is so a, if you set up yes. a system where you no longer can intercede on your own behalf mm-hmm. with the big guy, then there's money to be made. Yeah. yeah it, it, the, it, the root word of penance is penny.
2: <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, it's probably best to think of priests as sort of like a a spiritual mortgage broker. You know, sure, you could sell your own house, but you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of paperwork and it's very complicated. <laughs> Sometimes you have to give points on the mortgage. You don't know what that's about, so you bring in the mortgage broker. He's gonna he's gonna run that for you, and that's that's how the Catholic Church works as well.
0: You know, here's the thing. Uh, you know, amongst agnostics, non-believers, atheists, whatever you you know, there, there's the when did you figure it out? When did you figure it out? That that kind of talk, right? I can't really, I don't know, uh, but even as a small child, I thought all of this stuff was crazy. It never made any sense to me, and we went to, my parents claimed to be Baptist, but it's, you know, to me they know. If, you, if you're if you not sure how to get to the church, <laughs> if you get lost on your way there, you take the wrong turn, I don't consider you a Baptist. I don't consider you, a you know a member of whatever group that is, right? Uh, you're not a regular diner if you're not exactly sure what street it's on, you know, the restaurant. So, but I would sit there and I would watch these things and I did, I've been to two Catholic churches and seen the, you know, and all of it would seem crazy to me. I Even as a child, it, when, I, when I hadn't really thought through, is there a God, is there not? I just assumed there was, because I was told there was. Still, walking up and down, in an aisle with a candle and then swinging a thing with smoke in it seemed nutso to me and it still does to this day every ritual everything you know all of it seems like really human beings have taken one question is there a creator is there not and now they've got to wear a special hat that's See, crazy
2: I'm completely the opposite really yeah I mean I Good. think I'm glad I, I think the belief in God is crazy but boy I like the show I, you really? Know, yeah, you go to a ba- you go to a good Catholic church, right? Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's stuff to do, right? I've been to Protestant services. You sit and then you go. Now, I mean, the good news is, like, you're out in 20 minutes on, a, you know, depending on the degree of your belief and mm-hmm. what have you. But look, you know, the Catholics, I mean, you know, you've got like you got to stand, you got to sit, you got to kneel, you got you got stage directions. You're part of the show. They got they got costumes. They've got pageantry. They've got incense. You know, th- there is a reason why every, like, demonic possession movie involves the Catholics. There's never, like, you know, kind of a laid-back Protestant preacher who, you know... they all Hollywood always goes to the Catholics, because the Catholics give you the show. They got the rituals, they got, the, you know, there are all these rules, right? You know, it's like, it's you know, for any horror movie, right? Vampires. Everybody's got to set up, what are the rules? Well, you know, like the vampire... He can't, you know, there's no sunlight, and you gotta put a stake through his heart, right? And then that, that's the whole idea. You know, the werewolf, we gotta find a silver bullet. That's how the protagonist of the horror movie eventually figures out how to defeat the monster, right? Kath has got all these rules. You said a, a Protestant exorcist film is boring. <laughs> you know, guy comes in, maybe he's wearing a little collar, maybe he's not if it's right. Saturday, mm-hmm. and he goes, well, you should leave. Right. That's there's it. Probably <laughs> apple pies involved. Right. You know? you know, there's a hot dish maybe, but, you know.
0: Right. Macaroni and cheese.
2: Yeah. But, you know, mostly he's just going to go in and try and reason it out. Whereas the Catholics are like, no, no, you got to get the candle and there's a rule book. You know, there's a there's a special, uh, you know.
0: I, I I would give, I see your point. I see your point definitely. And, and in a minute I'm going to sound like a hypocrite, which I am, but... Um, <laughs> But I would say I'd give the Catholic show one star. I, there's, you know what I mean. There, I, to it's me, kind of a nice show. You
1: can dance to it.
0: Yeah, to me a show is a Baptist black church. That's a show. Oh, well, okay. that's a show. I mean, we're talking, there's some goosebumps here. You're actually starting. I went in there as a non-believer, and they started to nudge me a little <laughs> bit. And I, oh, I better step out and take a breath of air because I'm getting lightheaded, and I'm starting to maybe put my name on a piece of paper and drop, <laughs> drop some green here. I, you know, that's a show. That's not a show. That's, a, that's something you put on so no one interrupts your sleep, you know? That's a waterfall. That's a rainforest.
1: Well, we're talking old school versus new school here. Yeah, I mean, well. You know, I mean. well, And that, that really, there's the point. Yeah, sure. If you talk about Catholicism, at least there's a rationale behind it, and they can tell you what it is. They amalgamate new knowledge quite well. As science finds new discoveries, Catholicism has been pretty good after they burn a few scientists mm-hmm. to eventually oh, see, that was amalgamate show. the science in there and say, you know, well, that's just the way it got evolution. Real thing. It's just the way God works. You want crazy? The farther you get away from the Catholic Church, the crazier it I gets. I don't know. They
2: pat. You know, Galileo only got a pardon in the last decade or so. <laughs> yeah, it was it ninety eight? I can't remember. Yeah, he, but they, was, they're yeah.
0: very sorry though.
2: Yeah, I yeah, They just. I, I, I'm just they're saying. Like, they eventually balance the books, but it's usually they
0: wanted know. to make sure, right, <laughs> that he was dead, <laughs> right. And they wanted to make sure, which there's a couple of books of, uh, 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 I read a book. What's it called? The Pope's sex life, something like that. It's the history of sex scandal in the Catholic church. And the best it's ones gotta are be the, several volumes. Oh, the best ones are the early ones. Yeah. The bad popes. Oh my yeah. gosh. The female Pope. 850, whatever. Blow, there's one gorgeous story. Peter, you, both of you probably know this, but, uh, it, it Bears screwing up the details as in, my, <laughs> in my retelling. So there the, it, it was a it was a, a rule, law, whatever you want to call it, where uh, you're you're not supposed to desire the popehood. You're not supposed to you're not supposed to want it to be pope. Right? Not supposed to covet the. You're position, not supposed to right. covet the position. Right? So it was a pope. I don't remember what year. Um, and then he was very he was not well liked, you know. And then the he. He died, and the next pope hated the previous one, right? So he accused the previous pope, who had died, of coveting the chair, of coveting uh, being pope. So they dug him up and put him on trial. You know this story?
2: I have heard heard it, yes. Okay,
0: yeah.
2: But I'm I'm entertained by the retelling, so go ahead. uh,
0: They put him on trial, complete with a translator. Dead man, skeleton, on trial. Found guilty? No, no less. He he tried to defend himself. (laughs) So then they cut his hand off because that's how he had had blessed, you know. So now that's everybody he had ever, you know, blessed or whatever. Separated. Yeah. yeah, Now you got to do that. Then they they buried him again. That's a
2: show.
3: (laughs) Okay.
0: That, you know, when I leave there, I'm like, hey.
2: What's for dinner? Right. That I'm was just, amazing. I'm just saying you're trying to compare a Broadway opening to dinner theater. And I'm yeah, saying dinner true. theater, you know, you know, dinner theater week in, week out. You get an, a washed up sitcom star. You know, it's not a bad night out. You know, sure, the Broadway opening is a much better.
0: Mm-hmm. True. True. Um, I'll give you that. Yeah. You can't, uh, and you I, can't I, dig up dead popes every
2: week. Right. Well, you run out. <laughs> <laughs> And look, there are, there are a few where I prefer to heap additional dirt on them. So, you know, yeah. there, there's the ones you want to dig up, and there's the ones you want to bury real deep. God's Bankers is
0: another book I read recently, which was fascinating. It's the history of scandal in the...
2: The Vatican Church. The, the Vatican, Vatican Bank. The right? Vatican I'm sorry. Bank, yeah. yeah.
0: It was much more interesting. I thought it was just going to be, look how bad they are, look how bad they are. It was, it was a human book.
2: It was... And also, I mean, again, you've got to give the Catholics credit. Like, it's not a... It's not a straightforward narrative they ever put forth. There's, like, a lot of moving parts in any mm-hmm. Catholic conspiracy.
0: Well, it's so it's too big. It's been around too long. It should have been stopped a long time ago, and something else should have started. So the, when the scandals get a chance to really pile up, you know, it, it's like a, a ball of yarn that keeps getting tangled. Well,
2: I mean, and something did replace it. You know, Martin Luther had a little thing to do with that. but Well, yeah, it, but know, I'm but,
0: talking about going from... Uh, Catholicism to a jungle tribe. (laughs) Let's (laughs) let's replace the (laughs) damn thing.
2: Oh, you want a wholesale replacement? Yeah. Yeah. Let's
0: let's, not just different colored robes.
2: Got it. Well, I think what you are misunderstanding is the power of branding.
0: You know, I'm completely
1: misunderstanding. (laughs) that, And not just when it comes to religion. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, I would suggest that it has been replaced. It's just everybody hasn't chosen to to recognize it yet. Hmm. Science, science exists. Well, yeah. if, if religion came about to explain things that we cannot explain, we now have a methodology for we, trying to explain. We found a thing. better way. There to is a better them. way. Yeah. And I can understand if you are a human being pre-science and you see a tree move because the wind blows, you may not understand it's moving because the wind blows. You move because of volition. So mm-hmm. that tree must have some kind of spirit in it that makes it move.
3: Yeah, now so that there's is interesting to me. God
1: in that tree making it it's got its own will. Everything in nature has its own will. Mm-hmm. But at some point now we have science. We understand that wind blows through observation, we understand that trees moving because of aerodynamics. Mm-hmm. We can explain it. So you can let go of the idea that the tree is a spirit and has its own volition and its own will. Yeah. But we don't.
0: Right. Well, we meaning a As a speci- large our species uh, our species yeah there is something i've always I, there is a part of me that is jealous of uh, st- what, what would you call it Sp- certain simple answers yeah
1: y- Certitude, there you go that's it well even like um
0: you know uh people that believe in bigfoot so there's a there's a part of me that's je- i can't imagine how gorgeous this world would look through the eyes of that type of belief i mean just you're sitting at a red light and you just think, maybe I'll see Bigfoot today. <laughs> God, that'd be, you know, you're looking out on a lake and you're like, maybe Loch Ness Monster will pop up. I mean, it'd be like living in a children's book.
2: And ironically enough, the person that I know that most believes in Bigfoot uh, is also very Catholic. Really? Yeah. So they get the show and the animal. It's even better than that. This Ooh. is my friend Jason Earl okay. Uh who is a comic out of Chicago. Uh, and a good friend. Uh, We, you know, we went to go see Jesus Christ Superstar together when I was at the local high school.
0: Okay. But But you went separate paths after that?
2: Well, no, we both went. uh, I didn't, he's not a high school friend. He's 18 years younger than I am, but he's a big, he's a big fan of musical theater Mm -hmm. and loves Jesus Christ Superstar. So when I was at the local high school, I'm like, well, the family's going, you want to come along?
0: Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I thought you, yeah, no, when we, you. were both like in 17. high school. No, no, no. no, no. Right we, in high school.
2: Yeah. Um, so, Jason, uh, on my podcast this week in despair because I'm going to plug myself because you don't get around to it. Uh, he's he's my official Bigfoot correspondent. If there is a Bigfoot story in the news, I bring in Jason, <laughs> who is a uh, self-taught <laughs> cryptozoologist. Okay. And he will analyze the latest footage, and talk about, uh, you know, the shape of the cranium. Um, you know, he can also tell you about the regional variants. Uh, skunk ape, what? Yeti, yeah. No, uh, are you serious? Oh yeah, you should have Jason in. He's on. that <laughs> detail. He like, is that far. What's
0: in... the name for that phrenology or what? The, well, the size he's, of the skull. No, he's, he he is applying on science to this. Bumps on the skull.
2: Yeah, no, he's not looking at bumps. He's saying that you know, note the forehead slope on the uh, footage of this latest Bigfoot. Uh, you know, he thinks that uh, you know that is scientific evidence. That this is a Bigfoot and not a guy in a mask. But I thought
0: the exact same thing the last time I was on the subway in New York.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Almost word for word. (laughs) And by a remarkable coincidence for this particular episode, Mm -hmm. Jason's parents were married by the local Monsignor. His mother was like the woman who worked in the church office. Mm -hmm. And that Monsignor... In the case from, I think it was the 1920s, I could be wrong on the decade, that inspired William Peter Blatty to write The Exorcist. There was a famous exorcism.
0: St. Louis, I think.
2: Yeah, maybe. I, think, I yeah.
0: yeah. I know this story, but yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so there was, you know, an older priest and a younger priest, mm-hmm. you know, a possessed male boy. Mm-hmm. I suppose we're a female boy, but I mean, a, a possessed <laughs> young man. <male>, right? <laughs> right. Uh, right? It wasn't a girl, and it wasn't in a the girl. movie. They went with a girl because, yeah, it's the better. Book, in the book and the movie, they went with a girl, but yeah. you know, the original case that inspired the man to write the novel that was turned into the movie, um, that Monsignor was the younger priest in that exorcism that married his parents. Yes, and he didn't want to talk about. It. What? He didn't want to talk about the exorcism. He's like, I'm... He's... just Because he believes it's true? He just said, you know... He like, believes in Bigfoot
0: and demons. Well, no, no.
2: Jason said that the Monsignor, like, when asked, like, so you were the... Oh, he, was he like, didn't want to talk He about didn't want to talk exorcism. about it. Wow. Okay. And then that Monsignor uh, said, you know, I'm going to retire now um, and write my memoirs so that everyone will finally get the story from me. Of what happened, mm-hmm. and he went home to retire. You know, he retired. I went see the home. end of
0: this coming, and I don't like. Mm-hmm. Drop
2: dead. Drop dead. dead. Never wrote a word of the. Well, never wrote a word of the secret.
0: Went with him. He was flung violently around the room
2: <laughs> until he vomited
0: out of his armpits. Yeah. So and then Bigfoot with a sloping forehead. So yeah,
2: J- Jason himself has never seen the Exorcist. Like he, he's, I think he's seen like a clip and he went, Nope, I'm out.
0: See, I'm jealous. Look, I've met people, plenty of people. I've never met anybody that believes in Bigfoot and whose parents were married by the
2: guy in the exorcist. Well, there's only one for God's sake. (laughs) That Venn Venn diagram intersection has Jason Earl Folks's name in it. Right.
0: But I have spent three or four nights in my life in the woods Looking for Bigfoot, a mo- with people that believed in Bigfoot, and asked me to come with them, specifically so they could prove to me that B- Bigfoot was real. And I went as a I'm not going to mock this. I like I like a nice night in the woods. We'll set a fire. There'll be a whiskey and a tin cup. We'll sit there. I'll listen to your ludicrous sayings, <laughs> and I will enjoy myself. And I did. I had a blast. I went camping with a bunch of dudes. You know, fine. So, okay, a lot of them had camouflage paint on their face because it, when, the, when the foot, you know, comes. Right. I'm shortening it to the foot. Yep. When the foot comes, the, one of them actually told me it's not going to get him. He's camouflaged. Uh, wonderful. What a great 10 minutes that was. It la- I laughed and laughed and laughed. And then I, I said to him, you're aware that, you know, the smell alone it's gonna. No, you don't understand. And he went off about craniums and feet and veins <laughs> and whatever. Beautiful. Jealous. I'm sitting seriously jealous. I'm like, I want to be. I want my world to be that visual. I want it to be that. You know, just the thought that. Oh, th- was that Bigfoot? God, that's amazing.
2: I'm more impressed that they decided that they're going to bring into the woods with that with them. Bring you into the woods with them, to prove to you that Bigfoot existed. Meaning that they thought that was going to be the night they right. were finally going to bag one. I'm like, boy, that is some reckless self confidence there. We've been looking pretty much all my life, but Stuart, when you're with us, it's going to happen. That's the night. That's but the see, night.
0: That, that, uh, just most of the people that I know that believe in Loch Ness or Bigfoot or, or this kind of thing, most of the people that I personally have talked to, they have that immediacy to them. No, no, it's real. It's real. And it's, it, they, they, it almost seems like they truly believe that later this evening, it's going to happen. And they believe that over and over and over. How Just, well did you know these fellas? Maybe uh, you were
1: Sasquatch I, bait.
0: Dave Landau did a, Dave Landau is a great comedian, a buddy of mine. He did a CD. He put out a CD. I don't remember the name of it right now, but it is, I highly recommend it. Waiting for Bigfoot? <laughs> Wait, that was, the, that was the initial title. And then he had to put, he's here. Uh, i don't think dave believes in bigfoot i don't know but he there was a one-nighter in kentucky uh what's the town that is just south of evansville indiana it's just across the river i don't remember the name of that town and there was a horrible one-nighter with 11 people that showed up that disagreed with you
2: And I get off stage. Was this when you were doing your Bigfoot hot, hot tent? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh,
0: I get off stage and I, I, you know, the owner says, give me a minute. I'll get your check, whatever. And I just sit down at a table. I'm just sitting there by myself. And I'm, this guy comes over he sits down, looks me right in the eye. And he goes, so do you believe in Bigfoot or what? (laughs) And I said, I believe in the truth, don't I? Which is a. It's it's an excellent answer. Looking back. If you're listening, if anybody ever says, "Do you believe in Bigfoot or what?" you say, "You know, I believe in the truth, Dona." That opens you up. Now you're gonna—you didn't lie, right? And you're gonna get the full story, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, because he automatically is gonna think, "Yes, you believe in Bigfoot."
2: Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're on my side. Yeah.
0: He not only starts telling me the story of the Bigfoots, plural, putting an "s." Big not Foots. Not big feet. Yeah, no, <laughs> these are bigfoots. <laughs> okay, right.
2: That's my, first, that's my first problem with this, is that he's ungrammatical. <laughs>
0: <Well>. <laughs> Once you've gone into the woods far enough to where you are the privileged few that know Bigfoot, you don't need to worry about grammar, my friend. All right. Because when he comes into town, <laughs> these city rules of yours don't apply anymore. <laughs> Conjugation ain't nothing when you're getting hit in the head with the big Yeah. <laughs> So, this guy owns a farm in Kentucky, okay, and Bigfoot's a family of them, right. okay, male, female, at least two big children <laughs> live on his farm. He feeds them corn every night, and he has photographic evidence. And National Geographic, not any other... You believe in National Geographic, don't you? That's the way he said it. Yeah, of course sure. I said it. National Geographic is coming to his house tomorrow... To do a study, a documentary science based study on the big feats that live on his farm. And I said, That is phenomenal. I believe you. I want to see the pictures. And he said, I got them on my phone. And he typed it up and boom, showed me a picture of the darkest pile of corn I've ever seen. <laughs> and there was a, a red kind of flat. it looked like maybe a flash thing. I don't know. But that was an eye of one of the children. And, and I said, show me another picture. It's a phone. You got a, I've got 17 million pictures of my kid. You've got at least 900 Two or three million. Yet. I said, show me another picture. He had a whole bunch, all of them. You can't see anything. There's nothing, you know. So finally, I had to say, look, go home tonight before National Geographic gets there. I know you need a good night's sleep, but get a better pic. Get a better picture. Set up a light. That's the reason he claimed the pictures can't be good, because they won't come near him if they see light. You know. So,
2: but then I'm... An months, infrared camera would, would work wonders here.
0: Well, that's science.
2: Yeah. Well, he's a scientist. Apparently. Or at least an anthropologist. <laughs> right. Or at least <laughs> a guy who has a few bears living in his neighborhood. <laughs> so I tell a few friends of mine, uh, th-
0: this is bizarre, this is funny, this guy at the show, la-da-da-da-da, right? And then months later, I, Ross, the owner of the On Tour record, Records, gives me a copy of Dave Landell's CD, okay? I pop it in, I'm listening to it, I'm driving he was in this town doing this one-nighter, and this guy comes up to him and starts telling him about the Bigfoots that live on his farm. Was so
2: National Ge- Geographic coming the next day the for him? The
0: next day they were coming. <laughs> so this guy must sit there and watch every comedy show and walk up. You believe in Bigfoot, don't you? And those of us that are lucky enough to say, I believe in the truth, don't I? Get the full story. Get the full story. Yeah, I'm sure everybody gets the full story. No I was going to say, yeah. say I don't. I don't have time to talk to you, you flaming idiot. Right. You know? I, I am jealous of that.
2: I, I am, well, I'm a little, I feel a little sad. Because every day he gets up, makes a pot of coffee, mm-hmm. sits on his porch in a rocking chair and goes, National Geographic's coming today. <laughs> right. And right. then the sun starts to go down. He's like.
0: He starts to hear the moaning of the feet.
2: Yeah, and he goes, well, I guess, they, I guess they got held up. I guess maybe tomorrow. And then that's, you know, every day. It's like. It's like a Beckett play. You know, he gets up waiting, <laughs> waiting for National Geographic. You know, yeah. they just never, they never show. You know, he's like, well, they probably got lost. You know, there's a new story every day for why. Or got eaten. Yeah, sure. But yeah, different, different what explanation every day. <laughs>
3: it's
2: like the different explanation for why he can't take the picture. He's like, well, you know, they, they, they moved. Or, you know, it's a little blurry. Yeah. But one of these times I'm going to take a picture and it's going to be perfect.
0: See this? I mean, look, I, I'm I'm 10% mocking this guy, maybe more, maybe like 90. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I think, yeah, you're 10% unmocking this guy, 90. <laughs> right? Somewhere between 10 and 90, I'm mocking this guy. But there is a part of me that is sort of jealous of this. Like I love etchings and of like the sailors with the sea monsters coming out and swallowing the ship, and the octopus has got its tentacles wrapped around the the pirate ship and gonna what a beautiful imagination what an incredible vision humans have like uh, uh, to create that i mean as far as we know there are giant squids we there have are caught squids. them mm-hmm. and in not not i mean recently we got a live one right the last 5 years or something yeah. like that you know other than that it had just been tentacles but and then they'd washed up on beaches right but i seriously doubt a giant squid took down a ship i mean right. that's well
2: all of the evidence shows that they are at the very very, very bottom right. Yeah. yeah right, yeah, so this would have been a a, a giant squid who got very lost <laughs> yeah, or a rogue <laughs> right, a yeah. rogue giant squid, but so but
0: the imagination to create that is beautiful to me, and I don't mock that, I really love that, that we can create that kind of horror right you know? as a
2: because you know you create this kind of horror because it's you know the the whole crew from the you know Newfoundland went out fishing one day and they didn't come back and right. and you know well you know did they fuck up was there a storm did you know did jerry blow a hole in the bottom of the boat because he's prone to do that if you give him a blunderbuss and mm-hmm. and they went no giant squid that must have done it yeah yeah no i mean it's it's a beautiful way of filling in you know it's a beautiful form of denial
0: yes which is kind of what we're talking about on this episode
1: here there be monsters
0: yeah, yeah. Now let's move uh, from that statement to this next thing I've got here. This is um,
2: this is a picture of Bigfoot.
0: (laughs) This is the actual (laughs) this is the actual photo of Bigfoot, and a letter from him, (laughs)
2: attesting (laughs) to his authenticity. Uh, It says, "Dear Stuart, and his attorney. (laughs) His
0: attorney's also written, giving me one hundred percent permission to contact Nash. No." These are photographs of snake handlers in churches, snake handling churches. I have three of them. Um, this first one is, I don't know, there may be 10 people in this photograph. Oh, the woman in the center, is got she's actually not holding a snake, but she is reaching heavenly with a look of absolute elation on her face. The man standing right behind her is holding a snake the man to you know her right is holding a snake and it looks actually like he's singing to the snake everybody else is just kind of dancing and milling about there are two very funny heads that you can see in the back of this photograph where someone's kind of peeking around someone looking at the camera which i think is
2: hilarious well it's a thing if you're trying to do a group shot at a snake handling church (laughs) it's it's tough to get them to crowd in you know can you guys all move a little closer Uh, that's good i'm good right here can
0: we can we can we talk in tongues this way yeah this way uh this is a press photo so on the back it says harlan kentucky september 12th coming through is the name of this uh, one of the women yeah, which, is,
2: which is what you say when you're holding two snakes yeah. <laughs> in a crowd yeah. <laughs> and by the way they split like the Red Sea for you that's, that's part of the religious experience as well
0: uh, oh this one says uh, this is a church of God uh, some of this is cut off so I'll have to near here on the Virginia Kentucky state line trembles and gestures to the music accompaniment in the background snake handlers show their faith
1: Which, that's an interesting sentence. Taking serpents up unto the Lord. Is that Mark? Uh, What I remember is Paul's admonishment to folks who would speak in tongues and suggest that these were... And where he he validates them saying, perhaps this did happen. Perhaps you did speak in tongues. But it's not going to happen going forward. This was a one-time. It was a one-time thing. Yeah, one-time thing. They must have missed that
0: letter. Well, once they read the first part, then they started speaking in (laughs) tongues. That's it. And they didn't go back to the book.
1: Yeah, his admonishment was because there were people saying, "Uh, this seems a little crazy. Right. And so he's yeah, trying he's saying, to squelch that yeah, early on in the church. He's saying, thing. you're not, yeah, you're
2: making, not making us look good here. Yeah, is this it, doesn't look good. Exnay on the Ungs' tail.
0: I think it's Mark, is most snake handling churches look, look to, there's one sentence in Mark that says, thy serpent, uh, those with faith in the heart. I forget what it is. So I think it's in Mark. We'll have to look it up. Let me tell you, oh, this is September. I just saw the date on his, September 14, 1948. Harlan, Kentucky. You want to see that, Peter? I
3: do. Okay.
0: Just pass that to Peter. Now, I, will, I have two more here. Uh, this one is snake handling. There's a guy bent down. These are about 8 by 10, maybe a little less, wouldn't you say? No, yeah, less, a, little bit, a, little a little bit less. A little bit less than 8 by 10, about that size. They're not small pitchers, but um, I like this one. This guy's bent down, and there's two snakes on the ground. Uh, he's bent down, and he's touching one of them. He's kind of pointing at it or poking at one or the other. And this woman, to his left, is, looks like she's dancing. She's in a white, she actually lo- might look like a nurse, I don't know. But she's kind of stomping her feet, it looks like, and, and clapping her hands and dancing. There's a man with a guitar. Uh, and there is, I find this very fascinating. If you look in, in this picture, between these two people, there's a lot of people standing around looking at the snakes. And there is a stack of records, 78 RPM records. In between them, well, you got to charm the snakes, you got to charm the snakes, baby. Uh, this is uh, on the back snake cultists who regularly defy death. Uh, same, same church, different year, Harlan, Kentucky, Church of God,
2: <laughs> same church, wrong pew.
0: <laughs> this is 47, October 29, 47.
2: What I find it's really interesting here, I no, I could be uh. Incorrect in my assessment But for whatever reason I kind of think of Peak snake handling If you will <laughs> You know if Because I, yeah. I think There's been a rise and fall I, I mean I'm not sure About uh, numbers these days yeah, But
0: Yeah I can, can kind of attest To the reason <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
2: It's kind of like It's kind of like The, the population shaker.
1: might have dwindled Yeah <laughs>
2: yeah it's kind of like the shakers, but actually, like with a little bit more excitement to it, it was like <laughs> should we be celibate or should we just go whipping snakes around well one's one's less fun I tell gray. you there's right. nothing that gets you hornier after you've escaped with a snake um is but yeah large. i kind I kind of think of okay uh I kind of think a peak snake handling is like it's a twenties thirties thing it's like a amy semple Mcpherson era, you know, Elmer Gantry sort of thing. It had a big revival in it the was, 80s. Yeah,
0: huge. It Was okay. it Mark? Read the yeah, passage. Mark 16. Let's read the passage. That
1: 17, 18. Mark. And see if we can get there. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will pick up snakes with their hands. Hmm. So
0: they... They've taken that one sentence out of the Bible, and there are seven or eight other mentions of snakes. But that's the.
2: I remember Genesis had a few things, but a know, couple of things. Yeah. But they weren't pro. Pu- they weren't snake. pro.
1: Not real no, They're either. anti-snake. No, they anti. Well,
2: I think I think they're anti-snake here. They're like, you know, we are the son. You know, we are the children of God, and that snake. Now that original sin has been, you know, the barrier to the kingdom of heaven has been erased by the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now. <laughs> We can fuck with snakes like you know, <laughs> we're now in charge here, uh, yeah. but yeah, that the idea that these are you know 1947 1948. I mean this I'm one gonna, I've
0: got this third one I have not described. is 53, by the way. So okay. go ahead with your thought.
2: My, well, my thought is, I'm going to I'm going to assume that Harlan, Kentucky, uh, as being, you know, a place that has been regularly screwed, um, mm-hmm. is a sort of place where there are a lot of our boys. Overseas in WW two, and if you survive D Day, and you come back and you say, "I'm going to handle snakes," well, fuck you. You're pushing it. Like, <laughs> like think about it. you survived the European Theater, and you're like, "Yeah, you know what? If I did that, I can do snakes now. Yeah. What, what can hurt me?" Well, evil
0: sna- went over five buses. <laughs> Once you've cleared five buses.
2: What's a sixth?
0: What's a sixth? And to be clear. Come on.
2: But where did Can Evil Knievel not make the jump? Oh. Snake, Snake River, River Canyon. Canyon. This yeah. right go.
0: here is the reason that I only allow really good comedians to be on my free podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because you see that kind of turnaround?
1: <laughs> that was awesome.
0: You see that? Snake River Canyon. Uh,
2: by the way, also in this picture that you gave me, the second picture here from 1948 with the yeah. stack of... 78s under them. No, there's probably 45s, right? We're talking... Think, 19, yeah,
0: they look, 19, a bit, they look a little... Yeah, I don't know if 45s, but they look bigger than 45s. Yeah, okay, they? fair enough. 78s I, in, came in a kind of a tan brown sleeve, as did 45s, too.
2: Um, I'm just more impressed with this gentleman in the back with the hawkish nose yeah. who is having none of it. None of it. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he a is. look on
0: his face. Yeah, that guy in the background, he's, he's peering over the shoulder of the man handling the snakes or whatever. All right, let me describe this third photo. This is uh, The other two photos have a lot of people in them, kind of around. This is a, a woman holding up two snakes, uh, kind of by herself. You see a few people behind her, but this, she is right in the center of the picture, and she's staring at them. Uh, I can't, it doesn't, I don't know. To me, she doesn't look like
2: a religious Zealot. zealot. She's 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 more an ecumenical snake handler.
0: Maybe they just caught her in between. You know, even when you're taking a picture of someone who's laughing, sometimes you can get a shot where they're in between, where they look. She just looks like she's staring at them like, I'm supposed to do this, but I don't really want to.
2: That is the little-known Lutheran branch of snake handling. They're not really that that devout.
0: uh, This one said, this is, again, a press photo. It says, Greenville, South Carolina. This is interesting to me. They put... The sentence is an unidentified an unidentified quote believer. It's interesting they put quotes around believer. It, it, there's no doubt to me. Why are you putting quotes around it? This is a, you, once you've got
2: the snakes in your hand, I think you could go ahead and say they're a believer. Well, a, a, there is a certain Kearney element, right? I mean, there had to have been, you know, there are the people that were like, well, you know, I'm definitely going to pick up a rattler. And then I have a feeling there were some, quote-unquote snake handlers in the revival tents that went from town to town that were like, well, you know, this is actually a this is a box snake. It's really, you know, it's, it's not that scary, really. Uh,
0: well, this one on the back actually says it's a puff Adler, adder. Puff, puff, puff adder. adder? Yeah, well, that's okay. what she said. Well, that's what she said. Yeah. And the other one's supposedly a copperhead. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You could tell me that that snake was anything, and I would believe you, because the only thing i would want from you is a way. A way, right. <laughs> you know, you can say yeah, it's oh this is a poisonous. One. I don't care if it's poisonous or not.
1: It's a snake. It's a snake. Get I, it the fuck I'm, out. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of snakes. All right. Now to uh, now How does this jibe with Matthew saying that you're not to test?
0: And I've act, that's fascinating God. that you brought that you're up because t- I, this what i'm about to read to you here, this is a current current, you know, 2014
2: Close enough.
0: Uh, I read this when it came out in the news, 2014. Snake bite death of Middleboro's pastor was quick, son says. Medical treatment refused.
2: Well, you know, usually snakes don't bite you slow. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> that just seems a little... Redu- that's news? A snake's going to bite you quick?
0: Jamie Coots, a snake-handling preacher from Kentucky, never backed away from his beliefs despite derision, criminal criminal charges, and excruciating bites. Died Saturday night after being bitten by a rattlesnake during a church service. He refused medical treatment. Was pronounced dead about two hours after the rattler sank, sank its fangs into his right hand. His son said the poison overwhelmed his father within minutes of the bite. It was the quickest snake bite I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
2: well, he's seen a few.
0: He's seen a few. But so that, that also is 2014.
2: means... 2014. Right. And also, this man maintained his faith that God would protect him from snake bites. There you. Thank you. After it had already bitten him this repeatedly is the before, reason I allow
0: rational thinkers on the show. <laughs> he In died. In case as he there's lived. a tiny little loophole where someone can, if you think hard enough, <laughs> you might be able to, or a giant gaping tunnel, right? That <laughs> hordes of people could walk through if they use their brain,
2: right? You know, I'd be willing to give you the benefit of the doubt if you know, if you're the preacher, and I say, you know. You think God has protected you? He's like, I've been handling snakes for 50 years. Never, nary a one has bit me. Right. But if I go, you know, you think God is going to protect you? He goes, yeah, I mean, I got bit up, you know, yeah. a few years ago. And
1: I go, well, then he it didn't. did didn't he, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> And Mr. Coot sounds like he got bitten several times. Yeah, he just had yes. died before.
0: That's And, crazy. yeah, he'd been bitten several times, and then one finally took him. So in my stupid, crazy way of thinking, okay, if I'm in that church, if I'm a lifelong member of that church,
2: as soon Which, as... Which, by the way, that doesn't last very long. But <laughs> <all right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if my great-great-great-grandfather was buddies with Coots' great-great-great-grandfather. As soon as Preacher Coots dies from this,
1: I'm out. It's <laughs> all wrong. The first time he gets bit, you should be out. I'm him. out. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no. His faith was just not great enough. Right. I think this was, th- that's actually
2: the tragedy. This is a man who struggled with his faith all his life, and every time he got bit, he's like, didn't believe hard enough. That's my problem. That's my problem. Not there that I'm know. holding a snake. That, and I <laughs> tend to squeeze him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that this is a man who was possessed uh, by religious fervor, but I think you've heard this story from me before, Stuart, the... Uh, one of two times that I realized I was happy to leave Los Angeles after I went to college. Mm. Uh, I was back visiting one of my college roommates who were on Venice Beach, and uh, a man with a uh, a little straw fedora and a hipster beard, this you know, and like sleeve tats. This is a
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know a, a younger man uh, is walking down the boardwalk at Venice Beach. Uh, holding a snake. Okay. <laughs> it is wrapped around his arm a couple times. Mm-hmm. He's holding the snake just behind its head. Right. And he's walking by. My my friend and I and uh, you know now my wife are standing on the beach, and my roommate says, excuse me a minute. And he walks about 50 yards to intercept the man and has a discussion with him and then comes back. And I said, what the fuck did you ask that man? And he said, I wanted to know what kind of snake it was. And I said, you didn't ask him why he was walking down the boardwalk with a snake? And my roommate said, he was clearly taking it for a walk. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, right, see, you think that interaction was normal. And that's why I'm glad I've left this city. (laughs) Because that's what happens eventually. You say, well... You know, obviously means, what kind of snake is it? That's the wrong first question <laughs> to ask. Right. That's not even in my top five. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, yeah. and also, oh, that looks like an interesting fellow walking with his snake. Let me go approach him and have a conversation. <laughs> I'd never get to the point of question one. I'd have a lot of questions in my head, but. Yeah, that was way down on
0: the list. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys this because I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious how crazy I am. This woman holding up snakes, coots that got bit and and died. Uh, And by the way, uh, I just Googled this. Uh, They list six preachers in that year, 2014, that had been bitten and died by snakes. (laughs) Either a bad year for preachers. Or an outstanding Uh, year for for snakes.
2: snakes. (laughs) 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 There's a snake somewhere going, we got another one. We got another Another one. We're up to five. (laughs) Phil, see if you can make it six.
0: Uh, I'm curious, Lowell, what do you think? I have a, there's a part of me that respects the dedication of this. You know, let, let me rephrase. Let me, let me, let me set up a scenario. Okay. There are literally millions of people in this country who say they check the box Christian on the form. They check the box Christian on the form. I repeated it because it's important to me. And they don't go to church. They've never read the Bible. They There's no devotion. There is nothing at all. They cannot quote anything. They don't blah, blah, blah. But they believe, so they check the box. And then there's Coots, who for the, his brief <laughs> life, his brief life, Walked around yelling and screaming with a sh- shirt rolled up. In, uh, snake in hand. Snake in hand.
2: Snake in each hand, possibly. Snake
0: in each hand, right? And, and was there and put his belief to the test. Failed miserably, <laughs> but put it to the test. Is there, is there any part of you that is like me who says, I respect that dedication. I'm actually more offended by you checking that box and you're not doing a damn thing, you know, than coots.
1: I think I'm more selfish than you are, Stuart. When I, uh, when I see that and hear this tale, I think that person's existing in the same world I'm existing in. Was I existing. look at the calendar, <laughs> and people like it. Right. When I look at the calendar, it says 2018. We've had the scientific method for some time now. At this point, that should preclude anyone from taking up snakes onto any deity that they've imagined. Right. So for me, it's frightening to know that people can still be this delusional in the face of all the evidence that is contrary to their beliefs.
0: Yeah. Let let me throw this out there, and then I want to ask Peter the same question. Uh, I was in Canada. It it was November, okay? And I wake up to the beautiful news, in my opinion, beautiful news, that a flat earther (laughs) has built a rocket. (laughs) And right there, I would have bought the man a drink. <laughs> I don't need any other evidence. I don't need any other. The rest of this story, a flat earther has built a rocket. And then the next words in the article were out of spare parts. Now I'm buying you a bottle. <laughs> now I'm going to toast. I'm going sm- to smash a wine bottle over your rocket and, and bid it farewell and bon voyage. And we'll, I'll help you paint the name, hell yeah, across the front of it. You believe the earth is flat. You're nuts, in my opinion. You believe the earth is flat, so you're going to build a rocket out of spare parts and launch yourself into the air and prove it to the rest of us. Now you're a hero in my book. Crazy, yes. Wrong, yes. 99.999% sure that you are wrong. But I'm sitting here. I'd be at the launch. (laughs) I'd be at the launch. This is human behavior that I applaud roundly. Couldn't, couldn't I believe save, snakes will not bite me if I'm true in the Lord. Well, then I say pick one up while I stand outside and watch <laughs> you through the window. Uh,
1: couldn't you save a lot of trouble with that rocket and just wheel it to the edge and push it off? You wouldn't have to build a motor. You wouldn't have to have, have anything, no yes, propulsion but system. your
0: logical mind is robbing us
1: <laughs> of the joy That's of the, the joy. Story. You know? Inherited and the, this moment.
0: And I will this sentence will probably never come out of my mouth again and be true. But right now this is true. The damn government ruined it by telling him he could not launch off public property. The damn government is getting in the way of truth. He had to find a private area to and, and I haven't followed the story since because I don't want to know the inevitable ending. Right. <laughs> You do oh, applaud this kind of behavior. This woman right here picks up snakes. I'm holding the picture up to Peter. Yeah. She goes to church. She had a good breakfast. Look at her. She had a great breakfast. She
2: had a fantastic breakfast.
0: Biscuits and gravy. There was a lot of sausage and meat yeah, involved. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And she went to church and goes, past the basket over here. <laughs> right? She grabbed two of them. Is there any amount of respect you have for
2: that woman? Yeah. I do. Because she, you know, Probably not the best uh, metaphor, but she's got some skin in the game. Thank, Thank you. Nice. And I th- very nice. Well put, isn't it, Lul? What he's That's just I fantastic. Look,
0: yeah. if you are going to well, be a believer, yeah, we can I, make boots out of her skin.
2: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's been toughened up. <laughs> right. As opposed to someone like, look, I will definitely respect someone who says I'm going to handle some snakes because I believe the Lord will protect me from the snakes. Yeah. Then someone who believes in guardian angels because I'm like. Ah, fuck you! Your guardian you're, angel. You're
0: not losing anything. Right? Exactly. With guardian just, angel, you just.
2: You just think that because you found your keys, that you know the guardian angel interceded. But right. someone that's picking up a snake, I'm like, all right, you're you've doubled down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I and and you know I, I'm going to speak slightly contrary to Lowell's point. I think these people, in their own way, are engaged in scientific endeavor.
0: <laughs>
1: right? Just not successful. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, look. If, <laughs> right.
2: We both, mean, Newt, we
1: both.
0: Newton experimented, right, with, uh, what was it? Uh, probably the reason he died. Well, right? part of
1: science is failing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but what was as as much it I can't failure. remember
0: right now when you're trying to turn metal into gold? Alchemy. Alchemy. So Newton experimented
2: with alchemy. Right. I mean.
0: Right. He could have. We didn't know he was wrong. We didn't know he was wrong at the time. He didn't know he was wrong at the time.
2: And also, right. look, if we're right. going to do this as a scientific endeavor, you know, just because one guy gets bit. We don't have enough evidence. That's right. We require a large data set. I like where this is going. For a scientific theory.
0: I like where this is going. I like
2: it. These people are like, look, some people get bit. Some people don't. Mm -hmm. Jury's still out. Right.
0: (laughs) Because with their scientific methods, some people uh, have Jesus in their hearts and some don't. Right. So right now they are 100% accurate. Some have been bitten. some have hadn't. Well, some have Jesus in their hearts and some don't. Their evidence is stacking up correctly in their behalf.
1: 100% of those who have been bitten evil. did not have Jesus in their heart at that moment. 100% of the people that were bitten. So
0: that
2: data is irrefutable at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like when the National Weather Service says there's a 100% chance of rain and then it doesn't rain.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They go, well, okay, 99%. Right. Right. Same, same
1: idea. So this is my favorite headline in the last week. Okay. Flat earthers. From around the globe, <laughs> coming to Edmonton for international conference.
0: I had, a drink, I had a mouthful of coffee when you read that. That was dangerous. <laughs> from around the globe, that's gorgeous. and that's, that's not the onion. Fantastic! Right? No, that's the actual
2: headline. That's from their press release. From around the platter. I mean, it's not. Not as catchy. Yeah. Right. I,
0: I actually, I actually became a member of the Flat Earth Society. Um, just to get the newsletter? No, it, I re, out of respect. <laughs> out of respect. That's true. It, it was out of respect. It was had to be 95, 96. It was my very first computer that I owned, right? Was, and I was just looking at, at website, and I came across the flat earth society.org.com, whatever it was, sure. right? And the banner across the top on the front page there, the website said, despite all evidence to the, to the contrary, we believe the truth, and I went put my name on this document.
2: And can I get that on a needlepoint sampler?
0: Right. And I wanted to buy. I went down to their gift shop to buy stuff in like through the shirt, Yeah. I wanted a teach. All of it sold out, and I that validated my. Uh, <laughs> you know, all of it was sold out. They didn't even have a bumper sticker or a pen or a tote bag. All of it was sold out, but um, I don't know if I'm still a member. I don't know if you have to.
1: read this up yearly on that? dues?
0: I don't know. There were no dudes. lifetime. Just, uh, you put your name with the other 27. I think you're still a number, <laughs> I just thought it's, I have, I do have a respect for, I believe, X crazy thing. So now I'm going to prove X crazy thing by doing a crazy thing. And I applaud that as long as you're not dragging other people in, you know.
2: Right. You, you appreciate the fact that somebody's going to double down.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, well, as a comedian, that's new material for you guys. So well, get
2: sure. this. yeah. Or I would say, <laughs> if, you've your seen, business. if you've seen Stewart's act, the act of doubling down is <laughs> you don't like you don't like that. Well, you're really not going <laughs> to yeah, like this. You didn't, you didn't like that. Uh, that's
0: that's interesting. Because listen to this. <laughs> now, let me ask another question that's going to offend Catholics. Um, uh, I OK. And I'm, I, I, I think Peter's going to disagree wholeheartedly with me on this, and I can't wait for it. Lowell <laughs> might disagree, too. I don't see a lot of difference between snake handling and a Last Rites exorcism kit. I don't see a lot of difference there.
2: Well, I mean, one's less fun. Which one? Oh, the, the Last Rites kit. I mean, la- first of all, let be clear.
0: We're, So we're in agreement there. Yeah,
2: I mean, okay. and then let's be clear. Last Rites, kind of a drag. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Snake handling. You you like a show. I like a show. That's sh- a show. That's a show and also a show where the ending is in doubt. Yes. Last ri- last rights we kind of know how this one's going to work out. <laughs> right. But <yeah. laughs> but isn't
0: part of this case shouldn't it be miraculous? <laughs> You know, shouldn't there be a transformation at the end and the soul enters the sugar shaker or whatever and comes back?
2: You're talking about transubstantiation? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, the whole idea is supposed to be that that does happen every week, which is possibly the most, you know, bizarre and yet normalized part of the Catholic Mass.
1: It's still just saltines and wine, right?
2: Do you know how many people have been
0: put to death, uh, burned no. at the stake, no. for saying out loud, "It's not the body of Christ"? There, I a I bunch. have a list of two hundred. Of course, you do. You know, yeah. When when I was working on God Hates Ann, the the, right. the you know the the show I did about people that had been put to death throughout history for writing, saying, or discovering something, I came across an enormous amount of people. That had simply said in public, I don't think it's the body of Christ. And then they had been burned at the stake. That is insane. I mean, first of all, not the body of Christ. Would would it be amazing? If I caught on fire right
3: now, (laughs) both of you would be total believers.
0: Right.
2: I'd go buy a snake tonight. I know.
0: (laughs) That's my, that's going to be my final question for this thing. I think for this uh, episode, what would it take? I mean, what would it take? You know, you're at the snake. Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. Ryan what- Me, Miller. Yeah. But what relationship? Are you- That's my wife's cousin. Your wife's cousin. Mm-hmm. Fantastically funny comedian. If yes, you sir. guys get a chance to see him, I highly recommend it. Let's say he calls you up and he goes, lol. I found a snake handling church. What do you think? You want to go? You say yes. Okay. You're sitting there and then they come around with the basket or the box, depending on how well they're doing financially and they, they offer you one, a snake, a snake. Okay. And let's Not a say basket. Okay. I'm building a scenario. Let's say Lowell says, you know what?
2: I, I've i had was, a good run. I was in the military. <laughs> yeah. I, was in, I
0: was, I was, I'm, I was in the army for 10 years. I've done, you know, I, I pass it over. Let me. Okay.
1: And then, Buddy, give me one of them snakes.
0: Yeah, give me one of them snakes. <laughs> you're feeling kinship That's, with your kin from I'm back feeling in the day. baby Jesus. Now, what would have to happen to turn you? Because you are a man just like me that is open to new information, to new intelligence. So I know, I'm assuming, that you're like me in as much as you prove it to me, Absolutely. then I'm in.
1: I don't think handling a snake's going to be proof enough. I don't think so, me either. That's just also, not going to do it. That snake may just not have felt like biting somebody. Yeah, like I
0: that. don't. That's the problem with this, right?
1: Also, I don't. Too many I, I don't want to
2: speak about which I know not, but I'm pretty sure at a snake handling church they don't just pass a basket around and go, <laughs> "Gone, take one home to the wife." I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a there's a designated. Snake handler at the beginning. From what I've
0: read, from what I've read is this. The way it usually works is there is a clear distinction in most snake handling churches where when you're sitting behind pew four or pew eight or whatever, you don't want anything to do with the snakes.
2: The haves and the have-nots, so to Yeah, speak. the yeah.
0: people up front are true believers they're true believers and they are ready willing and able it doesn't mean that they're all going to get a snake but if you're in the <laughs> front row you know you have get
3: get to snake. Yeah, you yes you're snake. You're, 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 <laughs> baby, you're lining up <laughs>
0: i mean they might run out of fun <laughs> or, or the church service might end abruptly <laughs> for some odd reason
1: <laughs> but you're at least in line to juggle <laughs> is <laughs> that what happens when one of them gets that, bit? Does that end the church service, or do the rest of them go on? Depends it, on who it
0: is. See, if it if it if this world was set up the way I would set it up, just drag his ass out yeah, the back gotta door keep going, and the you? next one step up.
1: You're not very committed if you I, stop. Yeah,
2: I just want to know if they've got like a I don't know a box with a slot in it at the door that says "Please return the snakes." <laughs> <laughs> As you walk out, I just stuff one in. <laughs> 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 now, now,
0: here, uh, all right, now, here, we've got to, Peter, you and I have got to do something with this, a comic-built snake handlers church. There's got to be a Mad <laughs> oh Magazine fold-out poster <laughs> with a mail-in. They you send your name and $1.50. They send you a snake. And they send you a snake and start, a membership card.
2: Yeah. It, well, you start out with a garter snake, because let's be clear, you don't have a lot of faith yet. Right. They, you yeah. move up.
0: You, you build up.
2: Right. It's kind of like belts right. in like Taekwondo. You start with a garter. Sure. And they go, well, you know, all right, right you're pretty good. You move up to box. And right. then they're like, all right, you get the puff adder. I mean, you know, the puff adder. you ready for the good, puff yeah. adder? Yeah. Right. Because there's got to be training. Here's the thing. There's got to be training. Which, uh, by the way, would kind of belie the faith. Like, somebody's got to tell you initially, like, well, hold it behind the head. Like, just don't grab it by the tail, because they're going to bite you then. So, <laughs> you know, like, There's like, uh, we well, look, we trust in the Lord, but also hold the snake real, like, up close to the head. So hey, listen to on. this
0: crazy story. Uh, I I've, I've had no intention of, I don't know, this just popped in my head. I saw this on some, uh, it might have been National Geographic, I'm not sure. I can't remember where I saw this. But on a day when
1: they weren't looking for big feet. Right.
0: They, big, I'm glad that you even took my big feet. That's what I, I want it changed to big feet.
1: I think we can start a movement.
0: Yeah. There was a girl who loved snakes. She loved reptiles. She grew up loving reptiles. And, you know, okay, that's, that's good. That's, I,
2: you know, great. Also, the worst title for a children's book in a long time. Oh. The girl who loves snakes. That's <laughs> I'm not bringing that one home. Yeah, um, I don't let think you want to type that
0: into Google. Um, so this girl uh, moved to Arizona, right? And sure. Yeah, and she you, was. You want to go in,
2: to? You like coal? You go to Newcastle. You, uh, you like snakes? Right. Arizona, they got a million of them.
0: She was living in a trailer, uh, and she was working in a pet store, I think, something like that. So, and she wanted to devote her life to uh, to reptiles, and she had twenty or thirty poisonous snakes in her trailer all in cages, uh, you know, and she would take care of them and la-da-da. And she was also a huge, there's a big group of people that are, there's a Copperhead Roundup in Texas, in that area of the country, where they, they go into caves and they just pull out just
2: loads of snakes. And they Why, li- why would you ever do that? I, he well, said,
0: they, I, this Copperhead Roundup, they pull them all out and kill them. That's what okay. they do
2: with them. You know, you could also just, I don't know. Spray gasoline and have a purging fire well they, they, did I mention i don't sick. like snakes yeah
0: <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of sick what they do they actually have like they you go to these i've seen like footage of some of them where you go to these snake handler roundups and they have i mean i don't want to gross Peter out but there's, there's thousands of poisonous copperheads you know just in you know, a big fenced in area and they'll pull some out and you kind of look at them like as you're picking out a, a a lobster or something and they, they kill them right there and and cook them up and you eat them in a stew or whatever. This girl that loves snakes was picketing and protesting those people, right? By herself. I'm assuming No, there was other, there's a group of people that are trying to stop this behavior. Okay. You know, pro snake. So she, she got her, she, Managed to get—I don't remember the name of it—but it's one of the po- most poisonous snakes in the world. It's not native to the United States. It's hard to get. It's for snake lovers. It's a prized possession. It's some African thing. It basically—and she it had great. K r a i t. That's no, it's just no. This was I think it's not because there's like the black Mamba, Mamba yeah, yeah. which is the no. But there's a
2: there's, there, there's a little brown snake in Africa. That might be it. Yeah, it's a crate. I believe a crate. Yeah, K r a i t. Wow, and that's not that's one where it's small small like yeah, it's it it doesn't get the hype, but you know it's always the it's, it's always a the football. it's always the jocks that get you know all the girls <laughs> all the big this, black, black Mamba. Yeah, 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 this guy's just yeah. yeah. It's a tiny, it's a yeah. small snake, yeah,
0: but once it bites you boy' yeah, you're done. It, you're, done. Yeah. you're just done. I mean, there's a lot of these snakes if you get the antivenom or whatever. and the way you're done with this little crate thing, snake is just basically your blood leaves your body. yeah it pours out of all orifices and it's just it's a gr- grotesque death, right And that's what happened to her. She died and then was but refused to call for help or anything because she cared more about the snake. She didn't want anybody to hurt the snake just because it had bit her. That's what snakes do. So she just died without going for help at all because don't harm the snake. Right. I respect that.
2: Uh, I don't because she's not. Look, in chess, you got to think a couple moves ahead, right? Yeah. And she like, made
0: a she made a bad move. She she let the snake out of the cage while she was cleaning the snake's cage, and then she wasn't exactly sure where it was. And she reaches under the couch, and boom!
2: Oh, that's okay. That's not that's not even what I was thinking. Yeah. And now now my respect, yeah, you, has plummeted. You respect <laughs> is plummeted. Respect is
0: plummeted. Yeah, she made a dumb, stupid yeah.
2: move. Yeah, no, well, no, that's a batshit. insane I have the right. most poisonous snake in the world in my house. I'm going to clean its cage. Oh well, you're going to put it in a different cage now. Nah, <laughs> right. Nah. nah, I'll just I'll just see where it goes. It's a trailer. How how far could it get? I think. What's I, the worst that could happen? Uh, well, the
0: worst just happened. <laughs> right, right. But my, it, it happened throughout the hallway and down into the bedroom and into the master bathroom. Right. It was it was horrific.
2: My my problem with the not thinking too, you know thinking ahead is, yeah. well, you know I'm not going to call for help because then they're going to hurt the snake. So I'm going to die. And by the way, lady. They're going to hurt the snake.
0: Yeah. yeah, there's nothing, no way around that. There's they're, no the, they, snakes, the snakes. The snake's going to be put down. It's not native to the United States of America. Even if it's a caring group of people, they're not. Gonna, what are they going to do with the snake? They're not going to send it back to Africa and say, "Here's another one." That you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I took a picture of this. This was actually at my son's. Uh, I
2: like the idea of it's in a package with all sorts of stamps on it. Going, do not open. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Take you're outside. You're do right. not shake.
0: <laughs> Do not look at too right. closely. Um, I, was in, I took my son to the, the doctor for his checkup, and I pull, opened a children's book, and this was the table of contents. This is the best table of contents, and Peter is a rare book collector, and you are an avid reader. I, you can't top this. This is a children's book. Uh, I, I got to go back to take the picture of the cover, but it wasn't as good as the table of contents. Chapter number one, the boy frees the tiger. Chapter number two, the boy begs for his life. <laughs> <laughs> chapter number three, the jackal has a
2: plan. <laughs> That's the whole book. I was going to say, there's no chapter four. <laughs> there is no chapter i I'm four. surprised there's a chapter three. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh. It's beautiful. Right. It's like why I don't have a lot of sympathy for Siegfried and Roy.
0: No, I, I don't, but I... Uh, I, I happen to have, I don't know, I was, that's one of the things I was curious about this episode. I have a tremendous amount of respect for someone who says, uh, here are my beliefs, and I put them, uh, I'm willing to die for them. You know what I mean?
2: I, it, I don't think Siegfried and Roy were willing to die. They no, just were I hoping didn't, to put it, on a nice show. a bad
0: show. segue for them, but I'm no. talking about Snake hand. I'm even talking about like the Catholic, uh, the home exorcist kit that I will always call it that. No,
2: that's fine.
0: It's the same thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Right, uh, really, it's from the same tree.
0: Yeah, I'm not. By the
2: way, in the snake handling church, uh, it's not a demon they cast out a mongoose.
0: <laughs> that took me half a second. To get, <laughs> it took me half a second to get that joke. Yeah, most literary, most literary jokes do take me half a second to get. I have to go through the catalog. Yeah, it's, it's the but, church uh, of Ricky Ticky Tavi. Ricky yeah, yeah. I have it. I have this thing. I have this respect for the person that gets on the motorcycle and jumps the canyon. For the, I just have There's something about it that you're. I okay. think I
1: subject their beliefs to to some sort of scale <laughs> of whether they have any validity to them at all. If it gets to the point where there seems to be almost zero validity, I think any respect I might have had. Might go away. I'm trying I kind of going an
0: interesting what? point because I don't know if I truly have respect for that person or just that the level of that commitment. Part. Yes, yes,
2: yes. That no, level of that. commitment,
0: that level of the human being's ability to do that. When, you know, when the mongoose sees the snake, right, it's hungry, it's hungry. Otherwise, it is running away. Why would you attack a cobra unless you think eh, that might be food? I'd rather find an apple, <laughs> but I'm hungry. <laughs> so the mongoose and the snake have at it. Which, by the way, I do have a taxidermy of a mongoose standing up with a cobra wrapped around, sure. about to bite him. It's beautiful. Um, but um,
2: well, I, okay, I'm going to disagree with yes, your please do uh, what y- your statement or or uh, I'm going to call bullshit on your statement. Please. I don't think it's the level of commitment that attracts you. It's the level of entertainment. Nah, I disagree with you. Because the guy that jumps over the, you know, or attempts to jump over the Snake River Canyon or handles right. a snake, right? That, that's a show. Yeah, it's a show. Right. If it's just a belief that, I don't know, that, uh, you know, I, uh, that Arabs are evil, that commitment— no. That commitment does not entertain you. It does
0: not entertain me. Here's the difference. But they're just as committed. Right. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. One of them put their beliefs to a test. The other one just ran around buying bumper stickers. Okay, but... I'm not not impressed with your opinion in the Jimmy Johns.
2: All right. Well, I'll give you another one. Then how about uh, you believe that a woman who commits adultery should be stoned to death? Now, those people are committed... Mm-hmm. They're not just—they're not paying lip service to it. Mm-hmm. They're picking up a rock. Yeah, I—I I would submit to you, sir, that you are not as impressed by the level of their commitment, because although I guess it's a show, it's not nearly as entertaining as The Exorcist or Snake Handling or, okay. or jumping over buses. Okay,
0: allow me to say two things. Sure. And one of them is going to be brutal, honest. Not proud. But here it is. When a person says, I believe a woman should be stoned to death because of infidelity, okay? I am completely and totally against that. I am for stoning to death people who believe that women who are in (laughs) should be stoned to death. Okay? So I want to make it clear. It's the stoning. (laughs) It's who's stoned to death. Right. But here's the thing. I. Here's what. Okay. Let me say this way. This one that you've set up here that this women that are, you know, cheat or stoned to death and this guy's willing to do it, right? He's doing it to somebody else. I have tremendous amount of respect uh. when, when, when Isaac Newton, right, who changed every human life after him said, I wonder what's behind my eyeball. And he took a large needle and put it between his eyelid and his eyeball and tried to poke the back of his eyeball with this needle. Now I'm in. You. It's the people that said, oh, there's a great story about this guy, a scientist thought to himself, there's, there's liquids that kill you, right? And then there's liquids that don't. There's got to be a certain amount of liquid of a certain type of liquid that doesn't quite kill you but it kind of knocks you out where you're numb to where when we saw a leg off, it doesn't hurt anymore. So he began to drink different liquids and he found one that he drank like, let's say half a gallon. I don't remember how much he drank. Let's say half a quart. A lot. He drank a lot and it, he was on his deathbed for three days and he was bleeding from his ears and eyes and blood. There's a book called did smoking I, ears, smoking and screaming ears teeth and bleeding or? eyes, something like that. Yeah. I highly recommend screaming it. Teeth. It's great. Screaming teeth. Yep. Smoking ears and screaming teeth. Smoking ears and screaming teeth. Right. This story's in there. So he, he drinks this liquid, and he, he's on his deathbed. People are coming by to say goodbye. It's the whole deal. He's, are they performing the last rites? They, they had the kit. Okay. They were waiting on candles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right?
0: They, were waiting. they couldn't get the right color right. of candle, and they didn't want him to end up in hell because it was a chartreuse and yeah, not a sure. true burgundy. That's fair. Um And then he started to get better, and he started to feel better, and eventually came back, and eventually full, you know, recovery. So now he drank a little less of that liquid. (laughs) And I'm in, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm not for him giving it to a nurse. I'm not for him, you know, capturing someone else and uh, giving it to an intern. Nah, you don't give the liquid to the intern to drink. You drink it yourself.
2: You respect self-harm. Well, I respect... (laughs) Self-risk.
0: Yeah, I respect... Someone that says, my beliefs are just as strong, if not more, than my own life. That I respect. Right. I have a tremendous amount of disrespect for someone who says, I'm a Christian. And then you go, oh, yeah? What denomination? And they go, what does that word mean? Don't have any respect for that. Don't. Oh, yeah, what church do you go to? I, yeah, I go to the go snake to, handlers, the, yeah. You know they, don't know, they never read the book. They never, there's no dedication to you at all, and I'm, not, I'm unimpressed. Is that, am I too Not at all.
1: What? Not at all. And I, I think that you're talking about the distinction between, and, and I don't think these people would be able to make it, but between rel- <laughs> religiosity and spirituality. They was, they spiritually nice. identify with
0: Christians. Lowell thinks he's not funny, and that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: very funny. That's very funny. I'm inadvertently funny. <laughs> that's the best funny there. That's the best funny there. Yes. My wife laughs at my ass all the time. Not with me. <laughs> right.
0: At me. Right. Now, what were you saying, the difference between— But, but yeah.
1: I, I think they're not distinguishing t- between the difference between religiosity and, and spirituality. They identify vaguely with the idea of Christianity, but what they truly are is they have some sort of limited belief, vaguely Christian. Right. That's not being a part—if you're religious, you have to adhere to yes. the dogma of the religion and, yes. and the practices. Otherwise, you're not religious. You're Otherwise, just you're not
0: part of that group. Absolutely. If you if you say, I'm a vegan, pass the meatloaf, <laughs> you're not a <laughs> vegan. It doesn't matter to me if you're a vegan or not, but once you say something, by God, I want you to do it. And that's the way we're going to go. I was going
2: to say, I, I would imagine the distinction as well for you would then be, like, if you are part of a doomsday cult, mm. but... If you're the leader of a doomsday cult, doomsday cult, and you set a date, now... Yeah. I like this. Uh, I like this. You say, you know, November 2nd, 2018, yeah. that's when the world's going to end. Yes. And then November 3rd, you're like, well, apparently I got to go back and work on some stuff. But I'm still in. I, there's still a date. And see, and I... It's a willingness to look foolish.
0: Yes, I like that about humans too. Is those people that stand up and go, "Hey, listen to this. Here's what I believe." You know, uh, the world is going to end 11 days from tomorrow. Pack your shit, everybody. Don't worry about paying anything. Just you know what? Uh, oh, okay. I'm, I've, I'm intrigued. I like that. I don't believe you. I don't believe you at all. I don't agree with your beliefs. Uh, when the person says, "I'm going to drag 200 people," Down to the jungle and give them all Kool Aid. Now, nah, now you're just an asshole. <laughs> you're just a jerk now, right? Or if you're the snake, you ha- drink the Kool
1: Aid,
2: right? And if you're a snake handling preacher who says, in the face of uh, jail time, widespread mocking, and repeated bites, yeah, I'm still in. That's You. you I think you just admire the stubborn.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the and i'm hey i'm here to to, to learn about myself equally I, that's what i want to know do i admire the stubborn or do i have a point i if this coots preacher preacher coots right which you can't you could almost improve on that name but it's a good one you're in the ball you're on the dartboard. Of good preacher snake handling preacher names, right? You, you know, Fang Preacher Fang would be nice.
2: Uh, I would go with go uh, a little overboard. I'd I'd put another syllable in that, so sort of like one snake to the other, one snake says to the other, like how to go today. He was like, ah, I was in cahoots. Uh, <laughs> but, uh,
0: yeah, um, he went out with no medical. You know, no doctor, no nothing. When you get bit, when you're the preacher and you hold the snake up and the snake goes, you know what? I'm tired of this asshole. <laughs> you know, and he takes a big bite out of your cheek and then you immediately call a doctor and you get an anti. If you have anti-venom in your church, I'm against you. Yeah, I am 100 percent against you. I want you torn down. I want the government to come and help me tear the walls out of this place. If you're bit as a snake handling preacher. And you rush to the hospital and get anti. Oh, you should be in prison. How dare you? You know, I want you to get bit, and I want you to be a true believer, and I want you to deny all medical advice, and I want you to die right there, like Coots did. I have respect for that man. I hope he's the last one. I don't want any more snake handling churches. You know, but
2: but if you got to have them, it's just like when they send when they
0: when when they grab Anna Skew right and they look at her and they say are you a heretic and she says yes you're going to be burned at the stake and she goes well i'm a heretic what am i going to do that's what i am you she could have said i didn't i didn't do that i believe i'm a true believer she could have said that but she didn't she got burned at the stake I have a respect for that. Even when I don't believe when the flat earther takes off in the rocket, there's a little kid in me. That's like, this is what I want humans to do, you know? And I'll be there to pick up the scraps from his rocket and collect his teeth. And I'll, I'll keep his glasses in a little case <laughs> to remember him by the best of us just went splat in the desert, you know, uh. I saw that big poster. I still regret not that not getting that poster in that junk shop, you know. I, she, I was laughing, and she asked me to leave, you know, because that was a good – it was nice. I mean, it was – it had that old Southern Revival-looking feel to it, and it – you know what I mean? It had been through, and it was in a frame, not a good one. I would have improved it. And, uh, you know, and it was a fairly large advertising poster for a revival, and this guy's holding up snakes, you know, really bad printing and Peter's into printing it was kind of off looking i mean
2: out of register a child the, could yeah, have done okay. better
0: and that's what made it gorgeous and and the look on his face is the main reason i started laughing cuz he didn't look 100% sure of himself <laughs> 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 he, he, he had a twinkle in his eye that you could kind of tell he's he's like yeah i talked a big game And now I got the guns in my hands. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull the trigger (laughs) on these things. Right? And I started laughing. And then she, the the owner, I'm assuming, right, of the junk shop, said to me, you know, well, that's disrespectful. And I laughed harder. (laughs) Because, come on, what do you mean? Look at the poster. I mean, that's, you know. And then I and then she said, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. And I didn't know if she was joking or what. I really didn't. I thought, maybe she's kidding with me, you know, it's twenty fifteen or whenever it was I saw this, a few years ago, right? And then she gave and then I looked at her and I realized, She's dead serious. She's dead serious, you know? And I went, How much do you want for it? And she it's not for sale to you. That's what she said to me. Right. And I said, Come on, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get back in her good graces here and maybe I can get this poster, you know, and, but she wasn't having any of it and she asked me to leave and I did. I walked out. I said, I'm sorry, ma'am, and I, and I walked out and I got in my car and I had a lot of respect for that woman. She she kicked. She said, money, get out. You disrespected my, my belief and she told money. I asked her, how much do you want for that? Not for sale to you. You just, you know, there's respect in that how many people tell money to get out of the store you know
2: I want the world to be different not a lot of money in snake handling as it turns out yeah thank you guys for being on the
0: podcast we had Peter John Burns and Lowell here with us today I hope you enjoyed this bizarre (laughs) little uh, and may the demons and your snakes never bite you in the face yeah take care (music) Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is an on-tour production. Matt Holt, producer. Matt Holt also wrote that sentence. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. You can visit our Facebook page also at Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. We'll post items of interest there, and you can chit-chat with other obsessives. I even stop by from time to time to see if I can buy anything from anybody. I've been Stuart Huff. If you've liked my obsession as much as I do, thank you very much for listening to me.